Now entering Nerdist.com. What is that? That's the opening of mates. Yeah, but they just play it. They don't. You don't. Have, what I'm saying is, you don't have to do it because I don't know if there were cutbacks. So I thought I just better be just to be sure. But the uh, the music guy might have been out on his no, keister. No, 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 no. I didn't no. know, so I thought we. No, no, no. Because we signed. The thing about a contract. Yeah. When I sign a contract with somebody, like we signed with the orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. Times are tough. Yeah. Uh, we gotta. We gotta. Uh, everybody's gotta tighten their belts. Yeah, but I'm yeah. honoring that contract. Uh-huh. So when I signed that nine-year deal with the orchestra yeah, uh-huh. uh, last year, I still got eight years to run on that thing. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah, do I have to go out of pocket to pay the orchestra? Yeah, I got to go out of uh-huh. pocket. Uh-huh. But it's a contract I signed. I'm a man of my word. I'm, I'm honoring that contract. So no, they're going to play that goddamn song right? Uh, because they got to honor their part of the contract. I signed a one-off for them because my idea was I'll, I'll record it once. Uh-huh. And they can come in and play all they want, but I'm not paying them. Can you do that? Yeah. See, you signed a nine-year contract. Right. I, I signed a 40-minute session contract. Uh-huh. But you know what else I signed? Confidentiality agreement. Confidentiality what? agreement. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they can't talk about what they did. So I think, I'm not sure, but I think you're being fleeced. Because they recorded that one time. Now they come in every time we do the mates to record it. Right. And you pay them. Yeah. Because you signed a nine-year contract with yeah. them. Yeah. I signed a contract yeah. with them. a nine-year contract. They wanted a seven-year contract. I said, mm-hmm. you know what, guys? I want to lock you in. I talked to a tech expert. Okay. I was like, listen, let, let me run a crazy thing by you. I want to play a 15-minute bump at the beginning of my podcast. It's a Go. long bump, he said. Yeah. He had the wacky weed going. Right. You said a 15-minute bump. And I'm saying that's a long, long bump. And then I said I meant 15 seconds. Uh-huh. And he goes, that's more like a bump. Right. I'm yeah, like, I got to move it along. Right. So I said, let me ask you something crazy. I have this uh, piece of music that an orchestra did that I recorded. He's like, uh-huh. I'm like, <clears throat> and I do this podcast. He's like, you don't have to tell me who you are, pal. Mm-hmm. Big fan. I'm like, oh, thanks, bro. And so... <clears throat> Most of your marijuana smokers enjoy snacks. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You kidding me? No, I'm, I, I wasn't kidding you. One aids and abets the other. Right. And these guys are all like, yeah, I'm hungry. You know, last week we did, uh, what we do? Ginger snaps. That's right. You drop a box off, or something like that, who's like bracken up. They couldn't be more happier. They'll be your friend for life. Right. Like, hey man, here. Oh, I love these things. My grandma used to give me these things, mm-hmm. ginger, the ginger snaps. I'm like, yeah. So anyway, so I asked this guy. I said, listen, Ralph, help me out with something. I recorded uh, 15 seconds uh, at an orchestra come in. Can I then play that recording every time I do the podcast? Well, you can play it the one time. No, no. Here's what he said. Uh-huh. Here's my question. He was like, every time I do a podcast, can we take that same piece of music and record that and use that same piece of music? For every bump on every podcast, without bringing in the orchestra every week, he's like, "Yeah, of course, that's why it's recorded." That's what he said to me. So I figured out then that that piece of music that I recorded the first time, right, I can use it in perpetuity. 
And so we should just use it on the podcast. Well, I can use it in perpetuity too. Okay. And I can use it on the podcast as well as long as I want. I don't have to bring an orchestra in at all. So I think your nine-year contract with They wanted people, seven. Yeah. I right. wanted to lock them in. You locked them in for nine. Yeah, because I'm thinking, oh, you know, what if their how rates long? go up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And how long is this podcast going to go? I don't know. Right. I need to cover myself. I got to lock them in. But you see, with my way, we paid them for one 40-minute session one time and never have to pay them again. Okay. I, I think maybe my model might be a little more efficient. All right, but, let, but hear me out. Okay. Even if their rates go up, I don't care because I don't need to use them. Uh-huh. That was my question. Yeah. So say, for example, in year five, they go, we got you over a barrel, Michael Ian Black. Right. You, we need to double our wages or we're not coming in on Monday to record for your podcast. And you're like, fuck, right. fuck. And you go say to your wife, you're like, Janice, I, I can't believe this. I, you know, how we always thought when we were living together in this hovel down in the East Village that, you know, one, one day when we got, when we had some success, everything, all our problems would disappear. Our problems haven't disappeared because I got these yokels over here at the orchestra holding me up for fucking ransom and it's not fair in year five. Uh-huh. But I, see, Tom, mm-hmm. this is where I've got you. Mm-hmm. I double their pay in year three and then again in year six. Mm-hmm. It seems like... It seems like a, a very good deal for the orchestra. So you're paying them double well, year happy. three? They, they're happy. I'm happy, right? Because I know it's going to sound good every time they, they uh, record it. Well, they're happy, yes. But what I'm saying is we, have, we use the same piece of music. If, if we used a different piece of music every time, mm-hmm. I can see maybe us needing an orchestra no, again No, but people like that piece of music. Right. And so... I think we should stick with that piece of music. No, I, I hear you. I don't think we should change the music. Played pretty much exactly the same way every time. Yeah, I Because people like it. Right. And that's sort of my point, you see. Yeah, you got to get these guys locked up. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is we don't necessarily have to lock them up because we already have the piece of music that we like. Uh-huh. See? And so you're paying them, doubling them in year three. And then again in year, year six. six. Uh, yeah. So I don't need to pay them anything after whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not quadrupling their year three salary. <laughs> no, I'm only doubling their year three right, salary. Right, but you're quadrupling their year one salary. But in stages. Right, right. So it's different. So doubling in year two. No, doubling in year three. Doubling in year three. Doubling again. In year six. Yes. So uh, in, in fact, quadrupling their year one salary. Wow. Right. So my suggestion is... We just use the piece of music and we pay them zero in year three and zero in year six and zero in all the years in between because we just needed that one 40-minute recording session to give us the piece of music that we love and we use to begin mates. I'm really going to have to think about this, but I, I, I'm, I see the logic of your argument. I, I don't know that you do. I, well, I think what you're saying is that you are being fleeced. Does that make any sense at all? I think what you're saying is. Go on. That first time they came in, and they recorded uh, the intro yep. to the thing. It took yeah. about 40 minutes to get it. About 40 minutes to get what, but, we, what we were happy with. We were in the booth, and you're like, try it again. Right. You're like, more, pay- per- more percussion. We're paying for 40. Let's use the 40. Right, that's what you said. All right. We got it. Mm-hmm. We used it. People mm-hmm. liked it. Yeah. So I said to the guys, we'll see, I'll see you next week, just like I said to you at the end of the podcast. Right, see you right. next week. They came back. Remember, remember what I was doing at the time. I was giving you – I was raising my eye, right. eyebrows. 
remember shaking my head to you like that? Uh-huh. Do you remember that? Uh, very distinctly. And you were like, I'll see you guys next week. Right. And we're going to lock you up because we love that. You were, you were saying that, that you're back slapping. Right, right, right. I remember you went and shook the hands of every orchestra member. Yeah, I had you, a sore hand walk, at the end yeah, of that. You walked from behind the glass to do that. And the audio was on. So in the booth, I could still hear. You're like, okay, we're going to lock you guys up. And remember me raising my eyebrows to look at you and shaking my head? Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, well, okay. My interpretation mm-hmm. of that shaking the head was... When I said, I'm going to lock you up, mm-hmm. and the conductor said, yeah, let's try to get a seven-year thing going, mm-hmm. you were shaking your head. What I thought that meant was, we lock should lock him up, him up for nine. nine. I see. So that was, a, that was, on our part, a miscommunication, uh-huh. I think. Because what I was trying to convey is, like, we're not going to see them next week. We have what we need. We don't ever see these guys again. Right. And what you thought was, like, we need to see these guys every week for nine years. Yeah. Right. Let's so lock them up. that's a classic miscommunication. Right. You understand? Well, you know, sign the contract, so... Yeah, so you're going to keep paying them. Yeah. Any more doubling their salary? Year nine? Well, year nine, they have a bonus. Uh-huh. And what, what is that dependent on, the bonus? Um, it's, it, it, it depends on their satisfaction. <laughs> so if they're satisfied... They get a bonus. With their work, they get a bonus. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think the odds are that they will turn out to be I hope satisfied? good, you know, because I, I want them to do a good job. So I hope they're very happy. Then you'll have to pay them more money, though. If they're satisfied. Right. What do you think the odds are that they're like, we're not satisfied with our work? Then you're like, oh, I'm not coming out of pocket on this one. Right. Well, you, you don't like that because they're not satisfied with the work. And yet, we're not using anything that they are doing after that first 40-minute session. So maybe if they're unsatisfied or dissatisfied, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a little bit. I know. It's a tough it's a, lot, it, you know, it's a lot for you. It was a lot of legalese. and No, it wasn't. It was just you signed a contract to have them come in and perform every week. Not very hard to sign. Yeah. Remember how they jumped at it? They were whispering and whispering. And the one guy said, do you mean we keep coming back every week to play this same spot of music mm-hmm. for seven years? And you went incorrect. He went, right, of course, that would make no. And he got as far as mm-hmm. that would make no. You said nine years. Mm-hmm. And he turned and looked at everyone, and they said, where do we sign? Right. They couldn't get to those pens fast enough. Why do you think that is? At the time, mm-hmm. I looked at it as a win-win. Mm-hmm. How? They win. Yep. And we win. How do we win? Because we locked them up for nine years, mm-hmm. guaranteeing. Nine years that we don't need. Mm-hmm. Let's, okay, but let's table, let's table that. that. Let's table okay. that part of the conversation. Even second. though I sort of feel it might be the most important uh-huh. factor, you want to table that. Just for a moment. All right. At the time, mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, what if technology changes right. and we can't use the recording? <laughs> what if it Could starts- we then not say to them, hey, we want to bring you guys in for a second session four years later. Right. Pay you the same base rate. Right. Come on in. You all get paid 40 minutes. Right. See what we get. Because uh-huh. the technology changed, so now we need to do it again. Right, right. Like, uh, Everything was happening it, very fast. It, it, it you know, we only had him for the 40 minutes. Yeah. And we had but we didn't up, necessarily, well, we after had, those 40 minutes, have to then sign them to a nine-year contract, was my point. Right. I understand and, that and, now. And, and the technology probably wasn't, it wouldn't change every week. So we're ahead of the game just bringing them in for a 40-minute session. Every, every time week. the technology, right. or every time the technology changes, which realistically hasn't changed yet since we did it. Just so to play devil's advocate, every year. just to play devil's advocate to myself, mm-hmm. or we could just transfer the initial recording to the new technology. I'm just playing devil's advocate to also, myself. You get a you get a technician like Raul; he could probably do that in you know a minute. Wow! So, who knows, but who knows what he charges? 
Like, you know? probably not the same as Who a nine year contract that 40 people of a orchestra, probably not that much. It's 43. Because do you remember? I brought Raul those ginger snaps. He'd do it for free. But do you remember when they came in and I said the flute sounded a little light and we brought in the three new flutes? The, the flautists? Yeah. Yes. So it's 43. And I said to you, there's no flute in our thing. And mm-hmm. you said, yes, but. It sounds light. Yeah, you sounded light. And your impression was because it was light, we needed more flutes. And my, I remember me saying, we don't need any flutes. Well, you know. And you saying, sounds right. light. Okay, well. And I was like, you know what? It's not going to cost too much more for one 40-minute session to bring in three more people in. Mm-hmm. We had to wait. And it didn't. No, it, it didn't. It barely cost anything at all. But now those three other flautists are also being paid for nine years. They can't believe their luck. They're, they're hanging out there, you know, at Ray's Famous, you know, and then they get a call to come into the, the Midtown session here in <clears throat> New York City. And they come up there, and next thing you know, they walk out 45 minutes later. Right. The nine year contract, courtesy of Mike Lee and Black. You locked them up like this. You locked them up like this. So yeah. know, yeah. How fast was it happening for you? We had, a 40, we had 40 minutes with these guys. Right, but then we were done, and we had the recording. So we were, we were done. Well, we were so, so, you remember how happy we were? It was like, yeah. it sounds great, guys. Yeah, it sounds you great. You said it. I did. You said it sounds great. Yeah, because it did sound and great. I, and then I like, ran out need, there. I was like, we don't need anything I else. ran out there. I'm like, Back we got to lock these guys up. Shaking I said, we got to lock you guys up. I remember me raising my eyebrows going, yeah, no, we don't. nine years. No, and I, I, yeah, you thought my no You know, was, hindsight being 2020, I would have <laughs> done things differently. I absolutely would have What would you have done differently? I probably. Just seven years, probably. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Mates. Mike and Tom eat Mike and Tom eat snacks, everybody. With my good friend Michael Ian Black. And my good friend Tom Kavanaugh. And we are here today to bring you something. Well, we're happy about this. I got to say, Michael, th- this is a pleasing one. There's some snacks, uh, Oreos being one of them, that are out there, like a white elephant. Yep. Is it a white elephant? That's exactly They're what They're just it is. out there like a white, white whale. Elephant. More like a white whale. <laughs> That's what I thought. When I said a white, white elephant, elephant is kind of something that you buy and you can't, it's. Uh, it's something that you bought, and it's just going to. Is it a, is it a food money. chain? No, White Elephant. It's it's. Uh, I don't know what a White Elephant. Is. I think it's a hotel in, on Nantucket Island that in Massachusetts. Right. So so it's an, they're it's out there like you, a white you, whale. Yeah, but the White Elephant is something that you, you just sink money into. That's not this. That's what a White Elephant is. Isn't that a money pit? Yeah, same thing. But White Elephant is oh, it's gonna, this is going to be a White Elephant. It's going to sink money into this. Is that an expression? I think so. Oh man, I, I, you know Michael bought this new house. It's going to oh, be it's, it's going to be a White elephant. elephant. Yep. Is that a thing? It is now. Today on the program, you know, sometimes you get the classic, mm-hmm. and sometimes you get like some newfangled thing, and there's some things that are out there like a white elephant. Yeah, and you wonder when they're when they're ever going to come home to roost. Today, I sort of feel like something has come home to roost. Yep. And by that I mean a classic. It's an icon. Yeah, a classic, iconic treat. And when I when I tell you. There's plain and peanut. Does that give you a hint about what I'm talking about? No. When I tell you, so that doesn't give you a hint? Okay. Uh, I wonder if the viewers, again, that's debatable still, whether they're viewers. Where I got some people running some tests now because it's just been like an uproar over the last couple of weeks. We mostly put it to bed. We mostly have put it to bed, but we're still getting the mail on that. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Maybe you guys can stop the mail. We'll get to the bottom of whether or not you guys are viewers. If you're viewers, clearly you can see us now. So you know what I'm talking about. We got the plane mm-hmm. and we got the peanut. Mm-hmm. That doesn't ring a bell with you? Why don't you read out for the debatable viewers what we have here, Michael? M, N, M. Not the rapper. Oh. <laughs> 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 
stormtroopers hitting the ground. M&M's. M&M's. Plain and peanut. Now, now in the world of M&M's, you got all kinds of flavors. You got your rice ones, you got your coconut ones, you got your almond ones. Rice? You got your, well, I mean, yeah, they got the... the rice? Yeah, the like puffed rice ones. Puffed huh? rice. Like Nestle, Nestle Crunch kind of M&M's. M&M like puff rice? I think so. But we're not, we're not doing that. Nah. We're doing... Plain and peanut. Plain peanut. That's what you do. That's what we you do. We run into this thing time and time again where people are like, hey, this works. Let's come up with something else like it. And it generally is a fail. Generally, yes. Yeah. Now, the M&M people, they're very smart people. We're not getting into whether the other ones work or they don't work. That's, no. that's a conversation for a different time. Uh, that might be also... We might leave that for the amateurs. But here at Mates Worldwide Headquarters, we're, we're sticking to business. Yes, we're, We're down to brass tacks. We can't... You can't talk about M&M's without talking about the original milk chocolate. You can't. You can't really talk about the original milk chocolate without talking about the peanut. You can't. They are classics in the snack game. You can't talk about one without the other. You can't. You can't do it. You can try, but you can't. When push comes to shove, uh-huh. you simply can't. You can't. You can't do it. You can't. So, we're not even going to try. No, we could try, but you can't. You can't. You can't. So, well, you go ahead and open that there. That's the peanut, and I got the, uh, I got the M&M. Uh, the distinguishing feature, and I'm sure most people know this, the M&M plain, simple brown package, right? Sure. On top of it, M&Ms, with a graphic of the what will be found inside. On the peanut... That's your yellow bag. It says peanut M&M's uh, with a similar graphic of what you will find inside. The peanut M&M's, if the packaging is to believed, are slightly more ovoid in shape representing the peanut and because the peanut itself is ovoid shape. So you have to encompass the peanut with the candy coating and the chocolate. Now, I think the peanut... There it goes, our drumsticks. The, I think the peanut won out on the packaging. You know, um, these guys, the milk chocolate, they came, they came along. They're like, great. We're ruling the roost. We're chocolate, so we're brown. These guys got the M&M's, M&M peanuts got the splashy yellow packet. Stands out. You know, there's more to them. You know, they're a bigger, larger thing. They still got the dark brown M&M, but it doesn't blend in with the brown packaging the way the... It's a friendlier looking plan does. Yeah, and it's, it's saying, it's saluting you a little bit more than the drab brown. I'm going to... Mention something about M and M's, which I don't feel like ever get the credit that they deserve. Oh, this is regarding the packaging. Uh The bag on the M and M's rips so easily. Oh, yes, smooth rip. It's a paper. Yeah, yeah, nothing to it. I mean, there's there's plastic in there, but it rips like paper. Yeah, it's a great. You don't struggle. You don't open it, and they're spilling all over the place. Running down the aisles of the movie theater. Listen to that. Yeah, that's great. You a just lot, did it. A lot of times, you know, the, the, the packaging on these things, it's very hard to open. Not mm-hmm. with the M&M's. No. Now, I feel like there's going to be battle lines drawn. I feel like there's going to be people here who say, I just go with the, the milk chocolate. I, I, the peanut's not for me. If I wanted peanut, I would go grab a damn peanut. I, I want chocolate. I go with the M&M's. And I feel that uh, other people are going to be like, if you're going to get M&M's, get the peanut. You know, get the full big package. You know, get the ovoid. I, I say this. Go ahead. What do you There's say? dog people and there's cat people. Mm-hmm. And then there's people like me mm-hmm. who love dogs and cats. Interesting. I don't choose. No? You know, yeah, I like a cat. Yeah, I like a dog. Yeah. This is how I feel about the, the peanut and you the peanut like m yeah, You like them both. Now. I'm a dog person. Have I ever eaten M&M's critically? No. So I'm going into M&M's mm, with a kind of prejudice for 
because I like M&M's. Yeah. The amateur. They've earned the, that. Yes. The yeah. amateur side of me, the guy who doesn't eat snacks critically for a living, mm. likes M&M's. Will the professional snackologist enjoy M&M's? Hard to say. Hard to say. That's why we do the podcast. That's why we make the tough calls. I got this, uh, the M&M milk chocolate right in front of me and I can't take it no more. Yeah, you got to eat them. I got to eat, I got to eat one. They're like, I can smell the chocolate. It's a, a rich, thick chocolate smell. Here, grab kind some of, of those. Kind of a surprising color distribution. God damn it. Stupid drumsticks. The drumsticks keep falling. Kind of an interesting color distribution when you first took it out. Yeah, there was a, a plethora of blue and orange. Heavily weighted towards blue and orange. But really, I, I feel it. Now, I wonder what the thing is. There's got to be some way that they all get in the mix, right? Sure. What I assume is they have some kind of uh, M&M sorting robot that puts in exactly the right number of M&Ms in the, in the correct proportions. Or maybe they just have one line of greens falling into a bag, one line of oranges, one line, and they just all flow into the bag at the same time. Maybe. As opposed to the sorting robot. I think they have a sorting robot. Okay. I would like to believe that they have a sorting robot. I don't see, I don't see why you would want to believe anything else. If you were a robot, oh, Dream what job. a job. Dream gig. What a gig. Yeah. Now, I put windshields on Camrys. You idiot. I'm a sorting robot. <gasps> For M&M? Come oh. on. You see whole Fred over here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's interning over there at M&M. Yeah. He might become a sorting robot. Nothing better. Oh. oh. Unless you're a laser robot. Or if you're one of those NASA space robots. Yeah, you could be a space robot, laser robot, M&M sorting robot. But really, maybe like, M&M sorting robot makes you a robot of the people. Yeah. A robot of the robots. You're not. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're a robot who just... Uh, wants to go yeah. along to get along. You could you could put doorknobs on cameras. You can do whatever you whatever you're gonna yeah. do. Maybe you mix cement. Yeah, work over there at Ford. But if you wanna, if you aspire for something a little bit more, a little bit a little more glamorous. You can go to the robot parties. You know, yeah. shake some hands. Yeah, robots. Uh, robot sorter. Sorting robot. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop an M M&M and M into my mouth. What kind of M M&M, and M though? This that... is an original. Okay. Uh, orange with the M emblazoned on it, as it as it's meant to be. The classic M. Yep. We went in there. But now, remember, he's doing it as a professional. Yeah. Mm. Go ahead. Hold on. Oh, you're going, he's going three. You're going three? Yeah, it's hard to eat just one. I'll give you that. All right. All right. What do you got? So, I'm speaking as a professional now. Uh-huh. As a professional. As a professional. I'll say this about the M&M. First of all, you're never going to get me off M&M's. I'm no. always going to like M&M's. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I think M&M's are perfect. No one's going to go to you, Michael, I need you off M&M's. It's not going to happen. And even if they did say, Michael, I need you to not go the M&M route anymore, please, I'm for personal be, reasons. Yeah, I'm going to be like, guy, I hear you. I respect mm-hmm. you. I can't get off it. You, you don't even know the guy's name. No, he's a guy. So he's a guy coming up to you on the street going, yeah, yeah you know what? It's going to do us all um, a big favor if you drop the M&Ms, Michael, okay? Guy, I can't do it. You just shut him down. Like, what am I going to do? That's not happening. Well, i got to cut the conversation short. It's a non-starter. It's a non-starter for me. It's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm never going to get off M&Ms. However, let me say this. If there were a way. If? If there were a way. If? If there were a way uh-huh. to boost 
the chocolate a little bit or turn down the candy coating a little bit. Just a little bit. I would like the M&M that much more. Here's why. Mm. I'm getting too much coating. I'm getting not enough chocolate. I want to know my chocolate. I want it to come up to me. I want it to give me a hug. Mm-hmm. The well said. The candy coating mm-hmm. is my. Uh, it's it's my. Come on in. Mm-hmm. Come on in. We're come having in. a party. Hey, Michael. Yeah. We, we threw a party just hey, for man. you. Come on in. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. I'm, I'm coming for you. in. Then I come We're in. We're so happy you're here. You're so happy I'm there. But so where's my hug? Uh, I just got to go to the. Right. I, I got to finish off the snacks. What I'm getting. What I'm getting is. I'm putting some tuna on some triskets. I'm getting maybe a bro hug at best. Mm. You know, I'm getting a pat mm. on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm getting. Hey, yeah, it's great you're here. It's still a party. I'm still happy to be there. I wish I was getting that hug, and I'm not getting the hug. Do you sometimes feel that we as snackologists are joined at the snack hip? Sometimes I do because y'all took the words right out of my mouth. Mm. Here's here's my issue. Are you going to get me off M&M's? No. No. It's not going to happen. You know, if I'm at the rodeo, right, and I'm strapping my arm on to the, to the Bronco, I'm mm-hmm. about to go out there. Is the know, Bronco M&M's? No, no. Okay. No, I'm just strapping my, my wrist to the Bronco as right. they do, you know. I don't really have a lot of rodeo experience. No. So I'm a bit of a greenhorn, but I'm jumping on the Bronco. I'm about to have the gate opened and out I go, right? Yeah. And some guy comes up to me. Probably a, a cowboy. I, I mean, he's got the vest on. I assume he's riding in the saddle. Yeah, if he's at the rodeo, horse. everybody's wearing the vest. Everyone's wearing the hats. They may not be No, cowboys. no, no. Like he's wearing like the, the, the armor vest. Oh, yeah. He's got so the Kevlar I, vest on. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know if he's like riding Broncos right. or he if he's riding bulls. Riding bulls. Yeah. yeah. So he's got the stitch and he comes back and he comes back and he's got a wad of cha. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got to drop the M&M boy. Uh-huh. As intimidating as that, got to drop the M&M boy. Thing is, I look him right in the eye and I say to him, I say, Guy, can't do it. Boom, gates launched. All right, wow. Yeah. Even with all the other stuff that I'm go- going on right now, I don't know how to ride a bucking Bronco. No. You get my ass handed to me. I got no clue. <laughs> no. Strapping the arm on. Oh, it's you're like, going to be why? on that sand. You know the thought that was going through my head when they strapped the arm on me? What? Just like, why are they? St- now I can't get off. Right. You know, it seems to me like counterintuitive. Right. Don't strap anything to the Bronco because he's going to buck me and off I go. Okay, great. But if I'm strapped to them, I'm, I'm flaying around like a rag doll. Yeah, there. they don't really strap you. They, they strap like, it. They strap it pretty good. They, they, they wrap it on your wrist and they wrap it to the pommel. Yeah, but it's real tight. But then you let go. It's still going to fly. And, you know, you're no, gonna, no, you're no. Hey, them. have you done it? No, you're strapped on there pretty good. No, you do bulls. But the bulls, they strap it on pretty good too. Yeah, they're tight. But it, right it, on the testicles too. Yeah, but you're not, you're not tied to the animal. I don't know. I think cowboys probably aren't because they have big, strong forearms. Oh, right? I see. And I don't have a big, strong forearm. Uh-huh. I, neither of my forearms are big or strong. Look. Is uh, that big? No. Is that strong? No. No. See? So I'm strapped pretty... I'm under the Bronco. I got a guy coming up to me going, you need to drop the m M&M, and but... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guy, no can do. And you're off. Not bad last words. Great last words. Right. I tried to get him to drop the M&M's. He wouldn't do it. He looked me right in the eye and said, no can do. I hope your friends call you movie. Like I did when you knew me You can leave in the morning If you're scared and I don't think we can make it If you did then we faded We should leave in the morning If you're scared Honestly I know 
that's that, I'm not gonna drop the M and M's. But that being said, I have always felt, and this is gonna give you indication of my favorite between the two. But with the plane, no, sir. I rarely opt for the plane for that exact reason. When you said it, what did I do? I started staring out the window and shaking my head because we're conjoined at the snack. Hip. I thought you to were disagreeing. Me, oh, did you? Because I was shaking my head. But literally, I was like, here we go. This guy, he's like, he's like a snack brother. This is a problem with you shaking your head, me not understanding what you mean. It got us into trouble with the nine-year contract, but it didn't get us into It got you into trouble. Yeah. Not me. I, there's no money coming out of my pocket no. for nine years straight. Um, the, the chocolate inside the candy coating is very soft. And there's not that much of it. And the candy coating dominates the first 50. And you're in there with the candy coating. And, and, and that is pleasing. The candy coating, I find, is pleasing. Yeah, we're having a party. Once you crush it open, it's just this. It's not a lot of chocolate. And it's softer than I expect. And then the two get mangled in there. And there's no counterpoint to the, can- to the jagged candy coat that's in your mouth. And so that has always been... For me, I rarely reach for the for the plane because of that. But am I dropping the M and M's? No. So what do I reach for? Peanut. Exactly. Because peanut, Michael. Now I'm going to fire a peanut in there. I have two ways of eating this, depending on my mood. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's way one? Okay. Pop it in my mood, in my mouth, and I just crush her up there. Right. You know, I just eat the th- thing. Don't Suck. tell me. Way two is sucking it. Yeah. Sucking, sucking way, it right down to the peanut. Way two is sucking it to the peanut. Yeah. That's way two. Just sucking it to the peanut. Yeah, sucking it right on down to the peanut. Mm. Yeah, when you say it, it's almost like you're... What? Ah, nothing. Anyway, I like to, I like to suck it. Just getting your mouth around it and sucking it so hard right on down to the peanut. Yeah, it's almost like when you say it, mm-hmm. there's like a... I'm getting that tongue a, all around it. Uh, yeah, it's like there's a yeah, subtext. Yeah, running your tongue all over it and sucking it down to the peanut. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'm mistaken uh. here, but I feel... Uh. Yeah, it feels like there's a subtext to what you're doing right now. What do you now. think the subtext is? Okay, am I crazy? It feels like there's a certain sexuality to Whoa. how you... No, I'm wrong? Whoa. Okay, <laughs> I apologize. Whoa. It's just that you were like... Yeah, Way you... off base, guy. All right, all right. But if I play it back, I hear sucking it right down to the peanut. Get your tongue around there, yeah. sucking it down to the peanut. I'm trying to be... Oh. You remember what I said? Oh, it was the grunt. I said once, I said radio is theater of the mind. Yeah, you did I'm say that. I'm painting a picture. Right, right. And the picture I'm painting is my tongue All right, so I grabbing onto I had that a... peanut like a, like a hot syrup on a biscuit. Uh-huh. Sucking mm, it down to the peanut. Mm, no, mm, I guess I had it wrong. I apologize. Mm, so felt, good. That's yeah. my spot. Oh, yeah. That's my spot at um, peanut M&M. There's two things here. One, I want to apologize for getting that wrong. Two, I'm I'm very glad that I'm close. I'll never M&M. I'll never be I'm go- close. I'm very glad that I will never be going, <clears throat> going to bed with you. Oh yeah, I'm close, Pinot M and M. Because you sitting there going, I'm close. Uh huh. Makes me think, mm, rough. <laughs> I, I, you lost me, buddy. Okay, so what I'm doing is, I suck it down to the peanut. Uh huh. But what I like to do, all right, Michael, when I get right down there, not to have all the chocolate sucked off, yep. there's a little bit of candy coat there. Most of it is gone. I've sucked most of it away. But So I'm not just crunching down on a plain peanut. Right. I've got a little chocolate around there, and then I crunch down. Yep. And it's a lovely combination. Kid, we play it the same way. 
Is that right? I will sometimes uh, go way one. I will sometimes go way two. Now, when you were describing way two, what I thought you meant was sucking it right down to the peanuts, sucking it dry. No. You don't. You never want to let it get dry because no. then you're just eating peanuts. Yeah, then you're just eating peanuts. Why don't you go get a bag of peanuts? Not I don't interested. want it. I don't want that. You're I didn't right. get M&M's because I just want to eat a bag of peanuts. You want to get about 75, 80% of the way there. I want to get 85. Wow. Yeah, 85. I want that. I want that coating. I want that suggestion. I want that nod to the chocolate as I eat the peanut. That's the most satisfying for me. The thing about the peanut M&M that it has, really has a cone for it is the peanut adds both uh, extra crunch and a third flavor profile, mm. which offsets the candy coating. Mm-hmm. The candy coating is good. The candy coating goes well with the peanut in the way that it does not go well with the plain. There's a reason they don't just sell the candy coating. What is that reason? It doesn't. You don't want it. You don't want too much candy coating. And also, there'd be air in the middle. Oh right. If you just had candy coating. Oh, right. 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 Now they might do that. Stupid idea. Yeah, but well, the reason might do it. is because it's not good. It just be it just be a little. I don't want just coating. I want I want something I want coated. I want what's it coating? Rice. I want coconut. I want almond. I want peanut. I, wear, I, I buy my coats to wear them. That's right. Um, when you introduce the flavor profile of the peanut, it offsets the sweetness of the coating. It adds to the mm-hmm. texture of the chocolate. It creates what might be. What might be? Say it. The best small snack in the game. Interesting, interesting. Wow, wow, wow. The best small snack in the game. Small snack in the game. I'm going to amend that. Best small candy. Oh. Best yeah. small candy. There's, but there's small snacks I think I like better. Okay. I'm less enthused, but that's still a big it's, statement. Big statement. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's better than a raisinette, better than a milk dud, better than a snow cap. No cap. It's uh, it's no cap. It's really perfectly proportioned. It's the right size. Tastes good. I can taste the chocolate now. I can taste the peanut. I can taste the candy coating. It's got everything. everything now I feel like I'm getting the hug. I might be even get a, a peck on the cheek. I'm somebody might be slipping me their tongue. Hey, oh, whoa. You're saying. Just might be happening. Yeah. You're happy with it. Um, you yeah. get to the party and you're like, this is going to be a good night. Oh, yeah. You walk in that door. No one's going oh, back to the kitchen without no, no, giving no. you a hug. They're playing Michael no. Jackson. Yeah. There's a taco bar yeah. set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Michael. lava lamps everywhere. Read from your book. Let's dance, man. Let's dance. Mm-hmm. Hacky sack much? Mm-hmm. Those guys from Hagen are in there. Hey, man. Got the hot chocolate. Welcome, fired up. welcome, Michael. We're yeah. going to have some fun times here. Yeah. Hey, bro, you made it. Mm-hmm. All those Ben and Jerry's guys. Mm-hmm. Everybody's there. Everybody's there. Michael. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good snack. Yeah. Ratings? You gotta rate them. You gotta rate them. You gotta rate them. You gotta keep them rated. Ratings. I'm gonna start. Uh, for all the reasons we discussed, and for Michael doubling up on year three and year six. M&M's, we love you. Look, uh, I'm, I'm a guy on a Bronco, and, and they're trying to talk me out of the M&M's, and it's just not going to happen. Some guy's coming up to Michael on the street, Times Square, trying to sell him some stuff. Michael's shutting him down. Guy's not going to happen. Guy's not happening. Shut him down. We're there for you. You guys are 
we, you guys are heralded. You guys are big, capital B players in the snack game. And as snackologists, we respect you. That being said, M&M Plain, I ain't reaching for you, bro, because the candy the combination just doesn't do it for me. Four. But Michael doubles up the orchestra. I double up on the peanut M&M peanuts. Eight. For me, M&M Original. There's going to be times in my life, more frequently than I like care to admit, where I just want to put something in my face. Yeah. If that something is M&M's, original, I'm happy. Uh-huh. I'm just going to be popping M&M's in my face, making no apologies for it. Here, M&M, here. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to bite them in the specific way I do, which is, uh, which is equator down. So I, 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 I rested vertically in my teeth. Mm. Pop down that way. Got a method. And I'm going to enjoy it. Uh-huh. You put that in some ice cream, fabulous. Oh, oh you're happy with that. Oh, yeah. Maybe a, maybe a, maybe a toss a handful of that into your movie popcorn. Oh, boy. Yeah, right. Yep. But, but this rating is about M&M on its own. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've given me enough pleasure in my life that I can't, I can't rate you any lower than a 6.5. Mm-hmm. M&M, I thank you. I love you. Peanut M&M. Oh, no. Peanut M&M has grown on me over the years for all the reasons mentioned. You know, if you had said to me as a child, Michael, do you want a legume in your candy? I would have said no. You might have also said, what's a legume? Uh, probably. That probably would have been my first question. Depending on what age you were posed that question. Let's say eight. Probably would have said, what's a legume? Right. I would have said, no, thank you. Just give me my, my milk chocolate M&M's. Sure. If I go trick-or-treating and I'm getting nothing but M&M's, plain M&M's, I'm a happy trick-or-treater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they introduced the idea of peanuts into my M&M vocabulary. And I imagine in the beginning, I was a little tepid about it. Yeah, but over the years, younger, as my harder, palate yeah. has matured, yeah. as I've matured, as I've gained more world experience, as I've realized that a sweet snack is best when it's not purely sweet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've come to gravitate more and more towards the peanut M&M. Peanut M&M, you are the best small candy in the game. Wow. I give you a nine. Hello and see you next week. See you next week. Nine. Now leaving Nerdist.com.